All right, uh, she's with me. It's Kira Kelly, doctor. The right hook health checkup is uh, the piece. Welcome back from your holidays, or did I welcome you back last week? You did welcome me back last week, George. Okay, so Hello again. double welcome back. Right. Uh, now, I'm going, to, I'm going to ask you kind of questions quickly so we get quick answers, because we have a lot to get We through. have a lot to get through. Desperate mum. Baby, 18 months, sore bum, extremely sore. Tried pseudocrem. I thought pseudocrem fixed everything. Um, sometimes babies' bums do get really, really sore. And when you, you're going to like this, when you use that, uh, when you get that situation, sometimes you need a topical steroid cream, oh. George. <laughs> but also, before we get uh, sidetracked by, by your excitement about that, sometimes there's also um, candidiasis, thrush there too. So, so mum, if you're listening and the baby's bum is spotty, you have uh, a baby who has thrush on their bum as well, um, in which case you get some uh, caldocene powder for the nappy, you get some dactarin cream over the counter, you get 1% hydrocortisone over the counter and you use them as well as the pseudocream. Only use the pseudocream as the barrier on the long haul overnight. And only wipe the bum if it's very sore with water and pat it dry. Do not use baby wipes. Right, that's very good. I use pseudocream for everything. We don't don't want to know. Right. But thrush, the baby has thrush in its backside and then I have a 58-year-old female has recurring thrush. She's given up bread and all yeast. What's this thrush stuff if it's not a bird? <laughs> Candidiasis, it's a, it's a fungal or a yeast infection, George, oh. and people get it um, People get it in their what's called mucous membranes. So you can get it inside your mouth, you can get it uh, in and around your back passage, you can get it on the genitals, um, you can actually get it on the nipples as well. So there's various bits of you, you yeah, various bits of you you can get thrush on. Topical creams work. If all else fails, there is oral medication, but I wouldn't go there. This woman is talking about ways to prevent it. I would suggest a couple of things. Cut the sugar from your diet, drink lemon juice and water, um, and you're going to have to treat it for a you know, reasonably long period because of time. It's yeah, with antifungals. It's a bit like it's a bit like the rash at your groin, George. That's probably thrush as well. Um, uh, if it's recurring, but sometimes people also use natural yogurts, live yogurts. You do not eat them before you ask me. You put them on. I, my uh, dermatologist, who has failed miserably to fix my itchy scrotum. Do not scrotum, name them. Do not name them. Fix my itchy scrotum. She was telling me that I, I, I should take yogurt because I get thrush or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Live yogurt. I don't yogurt. want to know. Live yogurt. Know. You apply it, you don't eat it unless it's in your mouth, thrush. What about if you have an ongoing B12 deficient? Let's see. And you might need um, injections for the rest of your life. This is an interesting one because what they're really asking me in that question is they say they have a phobia of needles and they've yeah. been told they need injections and they're in a panic. Um, two things is you can take B supplements orally, but they're much less effective. So that's why we give it by injection, because you'll get some benefit from, from, from the B orally, but you won't get the full what, If you have a uh, deficiency, what happens? What's it called? Well, vitamin B12 deficiency, which is what this person has, causes fatigue, causes weakness, causes tiredness and just a, a profound feeling of fatigue. So two things. One is you can take it orally, but it's it's crap. And two is here's the amazing thing about needle phobias. The more needles you have, the less phobic you I become. I was just going to say that, yeah. <laughs> There's some sympathetic say, advice yeah. from the Right Hook Health Check. You get over it. That's actually, you get over You do, and you now, do. I'm a bit unhappy at the moment because I'm not allowed to answer any questions. Well, it's, go on, take the next one. You. I'm taking the next yeah, one. Yeah, go on. Marion, 
81-year-old mum has degenerative disc disease. Do you recommend getting referred to an orthopedic consultant? The GP has just recommended painkillers. Smart GP. Smart GP. I was in complete agreement with you. I read that earlier. No, of course I don't. Why would you put anybody in their 80s through orthopaedic surgery? And no disrespect to the orthopods out there who are listening, but there are lots of studies that show one year post operations on your back you're the exact same as those who didn't have the operation at all so look no you treat the pain make yourself comfortable 81 for yeah. crying out yeah. loud yeah exactly and then some smart were, GP yeah some smart consultant say oh, I've got this new thing we'll try this on yeah. mum yeah no no it's not necessary Everybody in their 80s has degenerative disc disease. All right, correct. Everybody in their 70s. Maybe and their 60s too. and their 50s. Now, uh, there's nothing about me that is underactive. So therefore, I don't understand what Anne-Marie's problem is with the non-directive thyroid. What's that? Thyroid is a gland that sits at the front of your neck here, George. Um, and it is sort of like, and it's a colloquial way of saying it, but it's true, the accelerator pedal of the body. So when the thyroid is overactive, you feel all kind of jizzed up and you feel quite um, uh, jumpy and edgy and anxious. And when it's underactive, you feel slowed down and a bit, you know, a bit demotivated and a bit miserable and that kind of stuff. And also when it's underactive, you get things like you feel cold, you get constipated. Sometimes your hair pattern changes and all sorts of stuff. Now, is it only women have this? No, men and women get thyroid problems. Um, Take the medication, take the thyroid replacement hormone. Really? Yeah. All right. It okay. works really well. Now, there's a bit of to and fro to get... simple answers. Yeah, yeah. Don't take, be, take, don't, take, stop the, take the medication. And if the medication doesn't work, try a topical steroid cream. Uh, oh, I have a 33-year-old woman here who's bunions for as long as you remember. Her big toes are pushed over. Now, I know exactly yeah, yeah. what she's feeling here because it makes her feet like a triangle. The, the big toe points out to the side. Yeah. And then all the other little toes follow with it and they all yeah. end up pointing the wrong way. Instead of straight ahead, they all go they all Just go get the operation. Well, yes and no, because this woman is in no pain, no discomfort. And the operation for a bunion... Is kind of brutal. Like you're, it is. Yeah, oh, it is. It's, yeah. a, it's a rough one. And all she's experiencing, if if we're going on what she's saying to us, is cosmetic problems. That so she doesn't think her feet look that nice. Um, but she's not in pain. So I'm kind of loath to recommend an oh, operation yeah. to somebody okay. who's not sore. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. By Less the way, more. have you heard of metanium? Metanium, no. What is it? It's the best for babies' bums. Three babies the listeners tested with it and it works perfectly. That's lovely. It's the same stuff that that female tennis player was taking, (laughs) the Russian. Sharapova? Yeah, metanium. She was on the metanium. I hear that they use metanium tennis rackets now too. They're very light light and powerful. Listen, now there's a ton of people on about pain here. Okay, pain is a big thing. It's a big issue. But also there's pain... If I was worried about all the pain I'm in, I'd be ringing up the Right Hook Health Checkup every Monday. So there is an issue here of grin and bear it. No, no, you're actually right. I wouldn't go as far as to say grin and bear it, but there's two aspects to pain. There's the actual pain and then there's how you respond to pain. And some people respond to pain better than others and some people respond to pain very badly. And so you're right, there is actually the pers- sort of a whole perception around pain right. is part so of the problem too. So I'm going to give you a ton of them. Go on, go for it. The first 41-year-old man has pain in the lower right and left side. Lots of wind and burping, right? 41-year-old male. Then there's a 55-year-old John, pins and needles. 
uh, all the way to his from his instep to his big toe. Then there's a 44-year-old man. He's overweight. He bloody well is. He's 17 stone and 5 foot 10. But he walks six miles a day. Good boy. Swim at weekends and play soccer. Sleeps. Does great. Ongoing discomfort in his left ribs. Is it cardiac? You're throwing a lot in here at me now. now at the same time. I, because I'm expecting you to hurry on. Right. Am I boring you, George? All right. For pain in the lower right and left side. Are they talking about their... Burping. Yeah, I think they must be talking about their abdomen because I yeah. don't think they would have said about... Yeah. So lower right and left side, to me, is probably bowel. You know what I mean? If it's down around, oh, you, around your... Oh, shoot. Your, bowel, this could be... This is bringing up uh, visions and barrel cancer. Not at all. Stuff. He's probably constipated. Um, do you know what it is? Is have a look at your bowel habit. Have a look at your, your diet. Um, try and have a high fibre diet. Drink lots of water. See, does that improve it? The if, high fibre diet If it doesn't go and see your GP. Fantastic. It is very good for you, George. We have very low fibre diets, really, a lot of us. And I, we should I, have more. I haven't known myself since I've gotten on No one wants to know diet. this. Don't, don't, don't talk. Do you know what I've done? <laughs> I've changed the name of the toilet. Oh, Jesus. Are you listen to me. Oh, I've changed the name of the toilet from the John okay. to the gym. So then every day I say to people, oh. I went to the gym this morning and they think I'm great. <laughs> Uh, pins and needles running down in steps That's to big toes. Peripheral neuropathy, and there's a clatter of reasons why you might have one. Why you're having pins and needles in your feet? Um, everything from 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 diabetes to lead poisoning. Do you know what I mean? There's rakes of things. There's rakes of things that can cause it. And um, B12 deficiency. That person could have had one too. Um, probably needs to be investigated. It's probably because it's, it's either neurological or circulatory, and we don't know why, and we can't know why, despite our brilliance here on the right. What about check. the fellow who's overweight? The overweight fellow has left sided chest pain. Um, the good news is, is is that left-sided chest pain is generally not cardiac. The bad news is is you better go and get a check so you find out what it actually is because we can't tell you that for sure here on the programme. What about pain the backside, down the back of my left leg? This is Mary now. The pain is worse in the morning. That's sciatica. That's sciatica. That comes from your lower back. She has a trapped nerve. Pain yeah. in one of your buttocks that goes down your leg, it, by definition, pretty much is sciatica. And it can be really bad. It can be really intractable oh, pain. Nerve telling? pain is crucifying. Oh, Do you have sciatica, George? Well, not anymore. When I went to this brilliant doctor in Tala, who now is sadly retired, and there's probably young fellas doing it who haven't a smidgen of his knowledge. But he injected a long-term anaesthetic into my back. Very good. And it lasts years, apparently, this anaesthetic. And you're all good but to go. But you on. have to hit the spot. You do have the to hit the spot. The young fellas don't know how to hit the spot. They're <laughs> all full of excitement. That's why. nothing. Right. Uh, now, my doc says it's very coarse veins. I have black marks on both my legs, says the fella. He's 64 and very vain. Okay. Um, Laser treatment work? Of course it'll work. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean? If you're, we're Sean O'Neill, Blackrock Clinic. Sean O'Neill is pretty good, as Quibble we both know. <laughs> and I tell um, you, Kira Kelly came in tonight in six-inch stilettos, short skirt, and you wouldn't know she ever had a very coarse No, face. no, it's true. Um, yeah, I think why not? If the GP says the varicose veins, they probably are, and it can be treated. And they can be injected too, if they're just the black marks that look like bruises that are really only broken conveyance they can be injected to and that's very straightforward but you should get it done because longer term 
like me, delay it. Now my skin, as you well know, is rubbish. Yeah. In that leg, it affects because the circulation yeah, yeah, is affected. Yeah. Could have heart issues. There's a lot of reasons to get it done. Yeah, not just vanity. No. Now, this is important. All these babies, there's zillions of them, right? Including my granddaughter. Colic, reflux, all this sort of stuff. Now, there used to be a thing called gripe water. Also and known fixed as it. booze. Drink. <laughs> no, but it was alcohol. Exactly. No, exactly. Well, that's why it was banned. That's why we can't get it but anymore. But it worked. Um, look, well, what, 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 explain what did these parents who have a do. baby with reflux or colic, what did do? Colic is kind of a is kind of a meaningless term. It was we used to call colicky babies, fractious babies, but it is generally speaking, colic is reflux. Yeah. And what it is is babies they're bringing stuff back up from their stomach into their throat and. It can be painful. They're getting wind and they're getting soreness from it. And also the stomach acid for some of them is very painful. What can you do? Um, what you can do is you can get an alginate, uh, something called Gaviscon sashes. You can buy them over the counter in your local chemist and you mix them in with the milk. You can mix it in with breast milk or, or with formula. Um, one sachet to four ounces. And that creates an antacid, but also creates an alginate. It's like a raft, George. It, it, it creates yeah. a, a, a stuff that floats on the contents of the stomach and stops the reflux. Also, prop your baby after feeding. Prop the baby up. What so do you mean prop? Well, if you lie them down flat that, that after feeding, they're in Or put them over your shoulder. Yeah, or, or, or just keep them kind of upright. I yeah. was very good at putting them over my shoulder. I'd say but what were. about the other baby who might have a cow's milk protein allergy? Yes, and they want to know, should they just continue, should they get it tested or should they just continue to avoid yeah. protein? And now, in the main, what they said, that they weren't, they aren't sure if, if this kid's digestive problems have responded to the lack of cow's milk protein, but certainly the skin has. Um, I wouldn't be bothered to, to, to I would just c- continue to avoid cow's milk protein if it, was, if it was just a skin issue. But if there's a question of a digestive issue as well, I would get them tested. Oh, and it's relatively common. Lactose intolerance is relatively common. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but we can work around it, right? Now um, there was something I wanted to say, but I can't remember, so let's skip it. Oh yeah, it, it, this thing about itchy. There's not since I, so my itchy scrotum seems to be contagious. I think it has taken on a life of its. Actually, it yeah. should have a seat in the room. I have a rash on my skin. Brian says, and every time it rains, it gets worse. Am I allergic to rain? Would you get off this stage? My answer to Brian is. Yes, you are. I think Brian's skin is sensitive to weather changes because when it rains, it isn't just rain. It gets cold and windy and he has sensitive skin, bless him. So what he should do is he should moisturise with something, you know, kind of inert, a bit like Silcox Base or E45 or those types of things. He should wrap up and, you know, keep himself away from wind and rain. And if he gets in a bad way, he should use a... Topical yes, cream. Yes, yes. No, topical no, steroid no, no. cream. The, 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 you could nearly do this show well, on your own, no, George. I've started, you know me, I've started moisturising. I know, in the last and you, you look quite beautiful from it. No, the Nivy has made a fantastic I know, you're, you're, you're actually radiant. No, it has. Radiant. Well, then what about Gemma has a mad itch on her ankle? I love she this one because pressure medication. I don't think that's anything to do with it, but, right. but I'm quite interested in this because, well, now mind you, if if... Gemma is on a blood pressure medication called amlodipine that's causing her ankles to swell. That might make them itchy. So it could be that. But you know what often makes people's ankles itchy? She won't like this, but people never like this. But it's very common, itchy ankles. Scabies. 
There hasn't been scabies since Nelson was in charge <laughs> of the Navy. Scabies everywhere. Go way out of that. Go way out of that. Loads of people have scabies. Scabies are common. Although Mites. I tell you, there's surviving reflux island is on Facebook. Too many GPs dismiss it. Well, we've just heard her dismiss it. I did not dismiss it. Jesus. Quite clearly, I discussed treating it as opposed to dismissing it. Now, this fella, Barry and Cork, is he's embarrassed because he basically has wax in his ears. In one of them. No, but he keeps no sticking, it's not wax. But he's sticking a bud down Those his ear. Those buds are crap. No, it's not wax. Don't put a bud no, down no your No buds. Um, we, we are against cotton buds here on, on the Right Hook Health yeah. Check. Um, it's not wax because he said he's getting a discharge from one ear and it's smelly and offensive smelling. He has otitis externa. He has a chronic external ear infection and it's weeping. He can get topical drops. He can get ear drops that would have an antibiotic and, yes, steroids. Right. And he can do that. But you know what? what's good to keep those kinds of things at bay? I quite like homespun remedies. Bit of cool boiled water, bit of salt in the water, even a tablespoon of oil in the water, put it into a clean jam jar, shake it up, make an emulsion and uh, flush your ear out as well. That's good too. What do you think of bollocks for psoriasis, says James at 24? Did I mispronounce that? Did I mispronounce it? You you did. Oh, it's biologics. Much the same, really. Jesus, George. <laughs> Ask me another question. What do you think of biologics for psoriasis? It depends on how bad your psoriasis is and whether or not you've been recommended to, to take them by a dermatologist. What's um, biologics? There's, they're a type of medication. that the, the topical Yeah, thing. well, you see, psoriasis is, is, a, is an immune-mediated uh, condition. Psoriasis has to do with the state of your mental health. It actually does, skin. to a large extent. Yeah, no, it really stress, does. All, all of that. that kind of all of that. Now, obviously, some people are prone to it and some people see, are persecuted. See, you're giving out to me, but I'm not in Well, like, you just surprised me with the question. I wasn't well, expecting it. Well, I mispronounced it. <laughs> Pronounced it. Why can't be given out for mispronouncing it? It's like epistomiasis or, or something. Must ask. Epi- Can you ask the doc it's about epistomiasis? <laughs> I had it with the birth of a child. What's that? It's an episiotomy. It's what? Stop it's that. an episiotomy. Don't even repeat what you said. It's an episiotomy. An episiotomy, George, is a surgical procedure that happens at the vaginal birth where sometimes to ease the baby passing from the birth canal, uh, an incision is made in the vaginal wall to, to allow the vagina to expand more and the baby well, pass more quickly. But she has had tunnel problems Yes, since. she says she has leakage. So I'm, I, I imagine what she's talking about is urinary leakage. If you have a big episiotomy, if you have major tearing or surgery in that area, you can get into difficulties... I would suggest she needs to go and see a gynae. And she may... There are different things you can get. With the greatest respect, right? Yes, yes. Is this not what you do when you have a problem in that area and you go and see a gynae? Yeah. Is that not a bit... Is that advice not a bit basic? Should Mary not do that? Well, that's why we advised her to do that. The other thing she should be doing is probably a bit of physio on her pelvic floor because if you have leakage post-childbirth, physio can really help you. Right. Yeah, strengthening the All these form. long, big words are very difficult for me. My <laughs> father has shingles on his arm and his back. Now, that's painful. He's yeah, very painful. Too. Yeah, very you painful. get little spots usually on your Blisters. stomach. Blisters. Well, it doesn't have to be on your stomach. No, just... well, he's got it in his back and yeah. his arm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would recommend that he goes to his GP and he gets a drug 
probably called amitriptyline, which he takes at night, which is quite good for nerve pain and also helps you to sleep. And that would be a good drug in this instance for this man. But the only thing I worry about is you cavalier. It's cavalier. Recommend all these drugs without one saying, Oh, by the way, it cures your shingles, but you, you know, you speak with, you sing soprano then instead. This is, Every a, this sing- is an 82 year old man who's in pain and not able all to right, sleep. We have to do point, something. The only point I'm making is that every single drug has a side effect. That's true. If they have effects, they and have side effects. Are not told often enough about the side effects. And you're right, and sometimes they aren't. And there's a reason for that, though, too, George. And some of that is because if you told everyone every side effect they might possibly get, they probably wouldn't take the drug in the first place. And you might say, well, good enough. But here's the thing you have to have some faith in the ability of healthcare providers to actually prescribe, or else you don't. No, but this is very interesting. And when we prescribe the drugs, we do know the side effects. I know the side effects of amitriptyline, I could tell you what they are. But in this instance, that's not relevant. 82, okay. You don't not care sleeping. whether he sings soprano or that's not. not that's choir. not one of the side effects. <laughs> okay. he, he is in pain. He's not sleeping. Right. He's an elderly man. Step in and do something for right. him. But here's an interesting point, though. Go on. If you take antibiotics are a good example. Yeah. Right. So there's an antibiotic called Baduda or whatever. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's now off patent. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you can buy a generic. Yeah. But it's not the same. And and don't we have to consider that when everybody is saying, give me the cheap stuff, Doc. In other words, what I'm trying to say is, if I gave you mincemeat, potatoes and, and carrots, and I gave me mincemeat, potatoes and carrots, the net effect, what we'd produce would be different, even though we use the same ingredients. So don't we have to be slightly careful about generics? Most generics cause no problems okay. and, and, and interchanging branded drugs with generics causes no difficulty for patients right. most of the time. The odd time a patient will come in and say, and they'll actually have done little tests themselves, they'll have gotten a generic, it has made them feel sick. They've gone back and asked for the original, yeah. they don't feel sick and they've gotten the other one again and they feel sick again. If you are, and they are, and they are, you're right. They may be made slightly differently, or they may have different. But the things HSE in their, kind of forces you to take. Get there the is a way around stuff. it if you okay. have to, right. and that is you can get your doctor to write do not substitute. But but but, but most of the time it makes no odds. All right. Well, apparently, uh, the, it was scurvy in Nelson's navy, not, not scabies. <laughs> <laughs> now, apparently whisking egg whites on bad nappy rash is very good. So what you have here is a child with a tomato omelette uh, in its nappy. And um, that's a new one on me, George, the, the egg white bottom. Is it? Yeah, afraid so. All right. What about this poor person who has anti-nuclear antibodies? Yes. Do they glow in the dark? No. Oh, the nuclear. No, this person has what they're saying is mixed connective tissue disorder. And they've seen a rheumatologist who says that they're not bad enough to warrant steroids and that they need to look at other ways of so managing they're drinking this. olive oil. Yeah, I, to be honest, I, I read that and, I, and they said, do, you, do I recommend that? I don't. But that's because there's no evidence to suggest it's any good. If they get some kind of a benefit from it, if they feel better on doing it, I've no difficulty with them drinking a bit of olive oil. But uh, it isn't something that I would be pushing on people. What about a lumpy red nose? I thought you got that from severe drinking. But anyway, the GP has this person on minoxin or Rosex. Minocin and Rosex. So what yeah. the GP is saying is this person is somebody who has acne rosacea of the nose. It's quite bad. It's quite lumpy. It's quite red. Yeah. And this person is saying to us, 
it's not responding after six months of antibiotics and topical yeah. treatments. Um, next up there is Roaccutane. What about a yellow thing on your tongue? The yellow coating on the tongue? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hard to know why this person... Quick. Hard to know why they have it. It could be a variety of reasons. If it doesn't, clean your tongue as a starting point with your toothbrush and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, yucky. you give it an old brush. Yucky. No, it's not good. It's good. All right. Okay. I agree. Kira has the best dirty laugh on the radio, <laughs> said David in Don Chocolate. Um, I can't she, help mo- it. she moonlights as a GP uh, from her main job.